Kumar nurses, we are back for your third shift as a part of seven days of NCLEX. How are you guys? Are you ready for your third shift? Yesterday, you guys proved to be amazing and very formidable nurses with your patient. You were able to answer all of the questions and do clinical, critical thinking. And that's what this program is all about. We are here so that you guys can put your knowledge to the test in a real patient situation. If you yeah. guys are new to the channel, my name is Mark Kelly and I'm the president of Remar Review. And this is Regina MSN, RN, the number one NCLEX instructor in the universe. Oh, and okay. you are here for <laughs> seven days of NCLEX. This is a seven day long free NCLEX review. We're sure taking is. through seven shifts with your nursing preceptor, uh, Regina MSN, RN. And so we're excited that you are here, that you have joined us. We have some giveaways, we have some prizes, we have content, we have questions, and Everything you are you in think. the right place to be. If you're new to, to the channel, I want you to like, follow, and subscribe mm -hmm. to make sure that you get all of the latest content and a chance to win $200 on tonight. That's right. So we're going to get into third shift, but we have to do some housekeeping rules on tonight. You guys know you absolutely need to have your workbooks in front of you. This is third shift. Get ready for your patient report. I should go get Miss Henrietta. What do you think? You want to go check on? Yeah, check I should go Henrietta. get her, make sure that she's ready to give you guys a report. I heard it was a very tough day for her. So get ready for your, um, get ready for your patient assignment. All right, well, let's get week. into the third shift. Make sure that you have your workbook. If you do not have it, the link is in the description. Okay. Also, why are you going to get Nurse Henrietta? I'm just going to talk to the Remar nurses for a little bit and, uh, and see how they're feeling tonight. Okay, I'm going to go cool? grab her. All right, go get her. Awesome, awesome, guys. While Regina is going to get uh, Nurse Henrietta, she is checking on her, and I am just going to get started with you guys. I want to let you know that we do have a giveaway tonight, and the giveaway is a $200 cash app prize, $200 cash app prize uh, for the Remar nurse that has uh, that has liked, followed, subscribed to, uh, to Remar Review on these social media channels. If you just search Remar Nurse, you will find us on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on TikTok. I'll tell you that tonight's winner uh, will be selected from YouTube. So we're going to pick a YouTube subscriber tonight. And tomorrow night, we're going to pick a subscriber from the TikTok channel. So make sure that you are following uh, Remar Nurse on TikTok as well. I want to know just like who is in the building today, who is in the room, who is in the room and ready for your first, uh, for your third shift for your third shift, let me find out. Uh, if you have not taken NCLEX, uh, put next. If you have not taken NCLEX yet, if you've never taken NCLEX, I want you to put next. If you have taken NCLEX before uh, and you are a repeat test taker, put repeat, right? So if you haven't taken NCLEX yet, put next. If you have taken it and you're a repeat tester, put repeat, all right? I think I, I hear Nurse Henrietta on the way, but I just want to find out who is in the room before we get started, all right? I see a lot of next. I see a lot of next. Dominique said repeat. Leah said repeat. Pam said repeat. All right. I got a lot of repeat. Sarah said I'm next. I'm taking it next. All right. If you are an, uh, if you have not taken NCLEX before, put next. If you are a repeat test taker, put repeat. All right. Everybody I see coming in. Okay. Nikki, I see you. Wasala, I see you. Uh, Louisiana, I see you. Uh, Miss Tiki says next. Gwendolyn says, repeat, repeat, Ooh, repeat. Lord, Lord, okay. Lord, Lord. Wow. Listen, okay. We got some, we have something special for you. I think Miss 
Miss Henrietta, she she passed in Clex back in uh 1970. It was a long time. Don't tell my don't 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 you tell it's my been a while. It's been a while. But listen, if you are a repeat test taker, the chances are that you've taken one of the following uh reviews, right? You've taken one of the following reviews, and we have surveyed 15,000 Remar nurses and said, Hey, as a repeat test taker, what did you study with before finding Remar? And this is what we found out. 24% of you said, as a repeat test taker, I used UWorld. Uh, 21% I used Saunders. 18% I used Kaplan. 12% said they used Hearst. 10% uh, said I used ATI. And about 14 or 15% said I used something else. If that's you, just say me. That's, say that's me. That's me. I took UWorld. I took Saunders. I took Kaplan. I took Hearst. I took ATI. I took something else. I, you know, I just watched YouTube videos. Uh, you know, and so if that's you, this review is going to really help you out tonight. If you've considered these other resources, we want to make sure that you have a uh, that you have the best option so that you don't come a repeat test taker. But we're going to get our shift started, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that at the end of today's broadcast, and also about the sale that we have for the Inclex V2, only eighty nine dollars at RemarNurse.com. But I think I hear Miss Henrietta, so we're going to see if she's a, if she's ready yet, and we're going to hop right into it. I think I hear Miss Henrietta. Uh, with the with the patient now to give you a report. Let's let's see what we have here. Let's yes, see. Yes, I'm here. All right, it's good seeing you, Miss Henrietta. Good seeing you too, Mark. That's chaplain, Mark. Now that's right. You the chaplain. I praise for the people. Back in the day, I had to pray for him too. I had to pray for him by myself. Miss Henrietta had to pray for him. Oh Lord, have mercy. Y'all in? Y'all in for something tonight. I'm going to give you your patient, and I hope you're ready. You're following me. I thought I was coming down to the ER for ER patients. And when I got down here, it was everything but ER. Lord have mercy. I'm giving you Arthur Coles. Arthur Coles, is you ready? Is you ready? Ethiopia, Ethiopia, okay, you ready? Sheila, you ready? Y'all Remar nurses, I got to get this patient off my hands. Arthur, Arthur is 33 years old. Now, Arthur ain't going to tell you much about who he is, okay? Uh, he, she, what you asking me? Yeah, okay. Arthur came in with abdominal pain. Arthur... Let me tell you something about Arthur. I could smell the alcohol on, on the breath when I first came in the room. And the vomiting started right away. Six times, another vomiting patient. You remember Mr. Graham vomiting all over the place? Nurse Henrietta had to go and change her scrubs. And I had on my good girdle today. The vomiting started. But it was the alcohol, Lord, Lord, Lord. Now, you won't get much information out of Arthur. I did the best I could. What you want to know about? What you want to know about Arthur? What you want to know? That's 72 years old. 32 years old. I, I can barely read my notes. Arthur don't tell me much. I wasn't able to know if got allergies you see what the doctor ordered the doctor want us to give them uh cipro want us to give them flagell 
got no allergies, you're going to have to ask, can you do me a favor? Can you ask Arthur on your own? Can you ask them these questions? The, the drinking, the drinking, yes, the drinking might be a problem for us tonight. The drinking might be a problem. Uh, and did you see the doctor? The doctor told me that they was going to give IV fluids. I didn't see. I don't know about the IV fluids for this patient. I don't know. Can you calculate the rate for me? Did you see the order for the IV fluids? I need you to calculate the rate. The patient is alert and oriented. You know, I bet. Listen, I'm going to let you talk to the patient on your own. You hear? Because I couldn't get no information. I couldn't get no information. My glasses, they ain't, they ain't, these ain't my good ones. Lord, let me put on my, these is the glasses for my glaucoma. Okay. Oh yeah, this is, oh yeah, now I can, now we got, now we're working with something. Okay. Um, The glucose level is elevated. Yes, it is. I'm in the ER. I didn't give nothing for the glucose level. So you, you might want to think about that. And uh, if you see that the, the blood pressure is trending up. Now, I got an idea why that might be, but Henrietta is getting floated to pediatrics. So I got to go. I'll see you in pediatrics, okay? I don't know if insulin is going to be the best thing. I don't know if insulin is going to be the best thing for this patient, but it's best that y'all talk to the patient. So let me go. Let me go get the patient for you. Okay. The doctor, the doctor want me to go to pediatrics. You know, they love me down in pediatrics. You know, that's where Henrietta going. It was good seeing you, Miss Henrietta. It was good seeing you too, Mark. Now I'm going to pediatrics. All right, kiss the babies from them. Don't do that. Oh, Miss Henrietta, I don't know. Did y'all get the? Did you get the notes on that? I don't know about that. I think we should. We need to look at the patient because I can't read. I can't read her notes. I can't make out heads or tails of that report. I just don't know what is up. Let's talk to the patient, okay? Um, let's go in and see Arthur. And let's go see Arthur. Okay. Let's see here. Hi, Arthur. Uh, how are you? Arthur, I can't, I can't hear you. Hold on one second. Arthur? I'm good. I'm good. I got this pain right here. Sorry. Yes, I didn't see that cup. Hmm. Okay. Um, so Arthur, my name is, my name is Nurse Regina, and I'm going to be working with the Remar nurses tonight. I'm going to be their preceptor, and we're going to be taking care of you, okay? Hmm. Mm. Oh. Are you are you having pain, Arthur? 
Oh, I got this pain right here, right? Oh, oh, Lord, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, Arthur, I really, I want to help you. I, we really want to help you, but we need more information about you. Um, can you tell us actually? Can you tell us actually how old? How old is? How old are you, Arthur? I'm seventy-two. I'm seven, yeah, I'm seventy-two. Oh. Okay. okay. <sighs> You're seventy-two. Okay. And what brought you in? What brought you in today? I got this. I got this right here. Quadrant pain. Oh, it's so sharp. Oh, oh. Did you say right lower quadrant or right upper quadrant? Mm, it's right lower. It's right lower quadrant. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, that's interesting that you put it like that. Right lower quadrant pain. How bad is it on a scale of zero to ten? If zero means no pain and ten means the worst, how bad is your right lower quadrant mm, pain? It's like a nine. It's it's definitely. I can't, I can't hold it. Oh, okay. I feel like I got a vomit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Arthur, <clears throat> are, your are your parents living, Arthur? Yes. Okay. They old, they in a little nursing home. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, what name, what name would your parents call you if they called you a name? Oh, we we gonna get into that. Oh, hold, hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hi, this is Ashley. Um, we are not seventy two years old. We are actually thirty one. Um, Arthur, you can say is like my safe guard. We're in the hospital, so I'm a little nervous. Arthur came out. Okay. So. Okay. So you're 31, Ashley, you're 31 years old? Mm-hmm. Okay, Ashley, yeah. can, you tell me, can you tell me your birthday? Oh, uh, yeah, of course, July 23rd, 91. Okay. Okay, that's great. So Arthur, um, Arthur is a person that makes you feel safe when you're in unknown situations? Yeah. He believes that we're 72. I don't know where you get this from, but yeah. You know, he okay. comes in and out. And in and out. Okay. I need some questions, Remar nurses. What questions should I be asking? Okay. Um, that's good. You know what? So Arthur said that Ar Arthur said that he had pain. And he said that the pain was in his right lower quadrant. That's kind of interesting for um, a patient to say. Does Arthur or mm -hmm. maybe do you guys have medical background? You guys have like a medical background, you know? Well, we do have a medical background. And Arthur is starting to get in trouble with alcohol. So, you know, we're on restriction right now. But with okay. the background. Okay. Um, so you guys do have a medical background, maybe. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, does Arthur ever tell you to do things that may harm yourself or other people? No. Um, I believe he, he has a drinking problem. Like, I have this cup right here. I don't know where it came from. Okay. And, you know, I wake up and there's alcohol everywhere. And I think Arthur's a little bit, you know, he drinks a lot of beer. He enjoys the partying. 
for okay. a 72 year old. Okay, how much beer does Arthur drink, would you say, a day? Mm, so normally, if Arthur's waking up, um, it's normally he wakes up with a beer, and then depending on the day, he'll drink a couple to relax, which I'm starting to notice when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Um, do you... Do you or Arthur have any past medical history? Um, do you have any illnesses or um, something that maybe maybe medications you or Arthur might be taking at home? Well, it doesn't look like Arthur brought our medication, but we are on private. Um, and we have IBS and we do have asthma, which we did not bring our medication back. Obviously, I can't see it in this room. Okay. So I just want to be clear. I think I may have, I missed, I didn't catch the first thing. Um, I kind of, kind of went in and out. What medications again were those? Just so I'm clear. You said prednisone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Prednisone. Okay. Well that, that would explain some things. Okay. So you're on prednisone. Is it hot in here? Or it's not is it just... No, it's not really it's hot. so hot. You're hot right. You're hot right now. Yeah, I'm just really hot. Okay. When was the last time Arthur had a drink? Um, it looks like there's one next to me. Oh, I guess we've been drinking this whole time here. Whew. Okay, and then um, so I might have to. I'm. I'm okay. Yes. So that's that's interesting. And then uh, just just a couple more things. Just a couple more things Ooh. before we leave. You say are you are you trim is that tremors? Are you feel like you're having tremors? Yeah, I got all these tremors. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. <sighs> all right. All right. Um I will be back. We are going to um, try to do our very best with you. We got to call the doctor to make sure that we have the treatment. And I want you to be, um, I want you to be safe in here, okay? You're in a safe place and we're going to take care of you today, okay? I am safe. I am safe. I'm safe when I, when I feel better. This pain is ridiculous. I've been here for how many days now? I hear you, Arthur. I am you safe. You just got here. You just got here, Arthur. So we're going to take care of you, okay? All right. Feel like I've been here forever. Okay. Forever. All right. So we'll check back in on you later, okay, Arthur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Henrietta said. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We'll take care of you today. Okay, so we got our patient, guys. We got our patient, and thank you for that wonderful report. So essentially, let's get into it. Let's get into our patient uh, assignment right now. First question up is, based on the report from the nurse, and also um, based on the report from the nurse, what medications are we missing right now from our Remar? What medications are we missing from our Remar? Mm. Let's see. I want to see the answers on the screen as to what medications are we missing. 
And there could be a lot of them. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. But there are some medications that are absolutely missing. Okay. All right. Let's see. I see the answers on the screen. Good job. We are saying the patient might be diabetic. But did you guys catch, though? She kind of gave us a lot of clues about why her um, her laboratory values may look the way that they do. I don't know if you guys got this, but when I was asking questions, I got that she was taking prednisone at home, right? Taking prednisone at home. And so when you look at that blood glucose level, that should be reflective of a prednisone at home use, all right? Somebody tell me why that's the case. So the medications that our patient is missing is pain, all right? Our patient is in pain. They're in here for pain. They're in here for right lower quadrant pain. Okay, also, 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 also. Okay, also our patient is needing to be on some IV fluids, all right? Because they're vomiting, they're vomiting and it is definitely needing to be, um, hydration is needing to be key here, okay? I just wanna make sure everybody, okay. All right, anti-nausea medication for vomiting. Also, we would pay, put the patient on insulin because they are having um, some hyperglycemia episodes right now. Yes, yes, yes. And beta blockers. Okay, beta blockers as well. I would also put her back on prednisone because prednisone is not something that you can, prednisone is not something that you can just stop taking. Guys, remember that. It's not something that you can just start, stop taking. And then why would we be giving lorazepam? Why would we be giving lorazepam? Somebody tell me. Yes, 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 definitely. I would definitely be giving um, giving those ones. Yes, you have to taper it off, taper it off. We're giving her lorazepam because it looks like some delirium tremors might be beginning um, to come. Definitely the patient was hot, complaining, seemed a little bit anxious making me a little bit nervous, right? Some psychotic episodes going on. So we need to address all of these things with this patient. And that's why Miss Henrietta was so confused. We was we was thinking Miss Henrietta wasn't on top of it, but she was actually trying to tell us something. She was saying she didn't know whether it was a man or woman. Y'all gotta believe Miss Henrietta. All right, let's go to question number two on this patient. You guys did a really good job with that first question. Um, based on the report given, what is the indication for the following diagnostic exams? So the following diagnostic exams are going to be these three and fill this out in the workbook, fill this out in your workbook. Why? I want you guys to tell me why the patient would need a CBC. What are we looking at? What is the point of a CBC? What is the point of a CT? And then why would the patient need a type and screen? 
there are so many things going on with this patient right now, but still as a nurse, especially for next gen and NCLEX, you need to figure out what is the priority. And that's why every night when you guys come, the patients are being layered and layered and layered because I'm challenging you more and more and more, all right, on clinical judgment. Okay. All right. So what is the purpose of the CBC? What is the purpose of the CT? What is the purpose of the type and screen? What is the purpose of the type and screen? All right. Those comments are rolling in. People say um, the CBC is to check for abdominal pain, rule out infection. Good, 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 good. Anemia, possibly, huh? No, see, okay. What's the type and screen for? Nobody has put that on there so far. I see all the other comments that are coming up. What do you think it's for? Write it down in your workbook and see if you are correct when I show you the answers. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Here is the correct answer, guys. The CBC is we're going to be looking for, yes, that leukocytosis. We're going to be looking to see, we're going to be looking to see if our patient has an infection. All right. We're going to be looking to see if they have an infection. The CT of the abdomen is because I'm suspecting, as same, same as some of you, we're thinking this patient could possibly have appendicitis. So if the doctor wrote a CT of the abdomen, I'm going to know. I'm going to know that the doctor may be thinking appendicitis, right? And then the type and screen. Yes, exactly. This is our preoperative workup because if a patient has appendicitis, this patient in particular, they're going to have to go for surgery. And so if we have to give the patient blood, any patient that is going for any kind of um surgical procedure, or even a procedure where you may possibly end up needing surgery. We need to know if you have to be given blood, what blood can we give you? What blood is safe to give you? So um, it doesn't matter if you're going in for uh, like a, a removal of your appendix, if you're going in because you're getting a gallbladder removed, even if you're going in because you're about to have a baby, they still want to do a type and screen because even after like if vaginal deliveries fail, you may need a cesarean section and you may have to get blood after that. So the type and screen, whenever you see that for NCLEX, I want you to think surgical procedures. I want you to think surgery, okay? Shout out to all my nurses all over the globe. The numbers are climbing up and we are just beginning this patient, thinking about this patient, all right? Got it. So these are three that I have here, CBC, CT of the abdomen, and type and screen. Well, the next question on your worksheet is this. What other diagnostic exams are we missing? What other diagnostic exams besides those three that you wrote down could we use for this patient? And this is a really great um, select all that apply question. Uh, thinking about all the diagnostic exams that you know and applying them to this situation. Because the ones that you're thinking of you need to also be able to educate your patient on it, know what it's for, know the proper positioning and the teaching. Yeah, that's what you got to know for NCLEX. It's a lot, but you guys are doing a really good job. So I see here, oh, I love that. Um, 
Hemoglobin A1C. Yep, I had that on my list. What would you give an x-ray for? What would you do with x-ray? Toxicology report. Not bad, not bad. I didn't have that one. Liver function test. Good job. Oh my goodness. I love the comments. Are you guys, were you guys reading these comments? They're so good. Okay, these are the ones that I had. These are the ones that I have. All right, so I definitely say we need to do a mental evaluation. I don't know really what I'm dealing with. Is, is this schizophrenia? Paranoid schizophrenia? What kind of, what is going on? All right, Arthur needs a mental evaluation. Arthur needs a psych evaluation immediately. All right, go ahead and tag your nursing friends. Do me a favor, share this video. Everybody just thought what you're doing and help me out, share this video. This is third shift. How many people here are three out of three? I love it. Okay, Arthur, we also wanna do a urinalysis because the abdominal pain, it could be from a kidney infection or an infection of some sort. So we wanna see what that is. Also, we do a urinalysis preoperatively, okay? Um, a BMP as well, preoperatively. An abdominal ultrasound. If Arthur would let me do an abdominal ultrasound, I think I would, I would be very happy about that. Ashley, Ashley probably would let us do an abdominal ultrasound, but I don't know if Arthur would. Arthur was not trying to give us a lot of information. And then the um, C-reactive protein. Sometimes the C-reactive protein is ordered to see if there's inflammation in the body, if there's inflammation in the body. Good job. Oh, I like it. You guys are really going in tonight on the comments, and I am happy about that. All right. Yes. I get, got it. Agree. Totally agree. Okay. We want to know, actually, we want to know what the liver is doing as well, because this patient is drinking beers a lot. Excellent job. Excellent job, guys. Okay, let's go on into our patient's case. We know who our patient is. We're getting more familiar. Here's a question for you. The nurse receives the following orders. Miss Henrietta said that there was IV fluids. So the IV fluid that's ordered is 1,000 milliliters of D5W every eight hours. Is this an appropriate IV fluid? What do you guys say? Is this appropriate? Tell me yes or no. And then also, what would the rate be if we if we calculated that rate out? How much IV fluid would Arthur be given? I know you guys are saying no. Tell me why in this situation, based off what we know about our patient, D5W is not the best for this patient. Everybody's just saying no way, no way. But tell me why, though. Ah, I see it. Good, 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 good. Okay. So our rate would be 125 milliliters an hour, but I'm looking to see why we would not want to give D5W. Exactly, exactly. This patient doesn't need the dextrose. So did you guys catch that? All right. Did you guys catch that? Um, I know you said no, but I want you to understand why it's no, okay? It's it's always gonna be a no, right? All right, here, or we're gonna at least have to, even if the doctor orders it, because I've had I have been in situations where my patient was diabetic, but the doctor ordered dextrose. And I you you need to clarify why. You need to know like what are you thinking about when you do this? Okay, because for me it's an automatic mm -mm, 
this is not appropriate for our patient, okay? So good job catching that, guys. So we had here, no, the client is hyperglycemic at this time, and then, so we wouldn't want to give it, but 125 milliliters per hour would be that appropriate rate, okay? Good job, good job. Next question was this, based on the report given, what are some possible diagnosis, okay, of A. coles? What are some possible, possible, possible conditions that A. coles may have? And yes, this is nursing at its finest. This is a nursing simulation at its finest. And what I'm trying to do is I'm transforming our NCLEX reviews. I'm transforming the way we do things, all right, to prepare you guys to another level, all right? And so this is what the expectation is. I'm setting a new bar. I'm setting a new bar for you guys. I'm setting a new bar in the NCLEX world right now. So you guys get in with it. Whenever you do an NCLEX review, if it ain't lit like this, it ain't right. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so here we go. Based on the report, this is what we should be expecting. Oh, you guys got it. Somebody said multiple personality disorders. Something. Yes, it is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Here we go. Um, so alcohol abuse, I'm expecting that for sure. Appendicitis, um, it's a possible. It's a possible. I, I need some more information, but I wanna, um, I wanna put it on there. Hyperglycemia and or diabetes mellitus type two, I could put that on there, B, but I need the hemoglobin A1C. I do know the patient is on prednisone. Hypertension, hypertension. Yes, because I'm looking at the blood, the um, I'm looking at the blood pressures and they're going up, they're going up and it could be from the delirium, the, the DTs or the alcohol withdrawal, I'm not sure. I'm thinking Arthur has a little bit of schizophrenia. I'm thinking so. Definitely split personalities. I talked to two different people and I was able to um, figure out what was going on with the patient. And then irritable bowel because Ashley told me that they are having prednisone for their IBS. Did you guys get this? IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. So those are the ones that I'm expecting. Okay. All right. Somebody said, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Metabolic acidosis. Okay, then. Okay, then. I love it. I love it. I wasn't even thinking about that, but yes. <laughs> Altered sleep pattern. Okay. Y'all getting, y'all getting deep on me. Y'all are getting deep on me. Here we go. Next question is this. Before we give any medication to Arthur or Ashley, what information do we need to gather about this patient? What information do we need to gather before we medicate this patient at all? There's some very, very fundamental things that we need to get that we did not get. Absolutely. And see, y'all, you guys learned from first shift. I see it in the comments. Everybody's putting allergies in the comments because you learned that from first shift <laughs> that's good that's very good very good nursing students very good but besides allergies there's other things that we need to know before we medicate this patient what is what else is besides allergies before we give any medication to this patient 
very, very, don't, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Keep it very simple. Think of your medication rights. Okay. Yes, absolutely. The question is, can the mental changes be due to the alcohol withdrawal? Yes, absolutely. Mental changes can be due to the alcohol withdrawal. We know that we get, um, we know that the patient begins to have some uh, hallucinations, delusions. However, what's different about author that makes me think that this is really not alcohol related? I don't think this is alcohol related at all because um, Ashley said that she author comes out when she is uh, in pain, I think, or afraid, you know? So I, I definitely think that this is something more than that. Okay. These are other things that we need for our patient. Okay. It is age. We really, really, really need to know. We really need to know how old Ashley is. We need to solidify that. We also need to know the weight of the patient. Why is the weight important? Okay. Arthur said he's 72 years old, but I'm not medicating a 72 year old man. So I need to know, but why is the weight important? Allergies, of course. Yes, allergies are definitely. And then also diet. What diet does the doctor think is important? Because if we're talking about appendicitis here, I don't know if I'm able to give this patient medications by mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So those are the things that are important. Now, listen, the weight is important because some of the medications that we're talking about this patient needs are weight-based. And so if Ashley says, well, I'm a 235-pound, 72-year-old man, that's not who we're medicating. So we have to be very careful about giving the medications, okay, especially the weight-based medications. Okay. Based off of, uh, based off of the patient's condition, <laughs> um, what breathing pattern should we expect? How, how would this patient be breathing? Let me check our MAR. Our MAR says that the respirations are 22, but what kind of breathing will we expect? Let me, let me frame it for you. Would we expect deep breathing or shallow breathing? How is, how is Arthur going to be breathing? Because he was in a lot of pain. Um, the breathing, would we, would we expect deep or shallow breathing? Which one? That's what I'm asking. I know the rate might be a little bit, but would Arthur or Ashley be breathing deep or shallow? And if you're just watching us, you're probably so confused right now about what it is I'm talking about. And I really don't know how to explain it to you. I can't explain it now. So I need you to just go back and watch the replay. But everybody that's knee deep in this, just stay deep with me, please. <laughs> As the people are coming on like, Regina, what are you talking about? What is going on here? We're talking about a coals and we're trying to really get to the bottom right now of the breathing we would definitely expect this shallow breathing we're going to expect shallow breathing because the patient is in pain and when you are in abdominal pain you don't want to breathe very deeply you want the breathing to be um you want the breathing to be shallow so it's not as painful. Are you guys with me on that? Yes. 
Love it, love it, love it, love it. Shallow breathing. That's right. Good job. Here we go. Rest. Okay. So a lot, a lot of you guys have put deep breathing. I want you to, I want you to understand why. And don't forget it. Don't forget it in the future. We're talking about shallow breathing. Okay. Got it. Perfect. Next question is this. Some of you alluded to this already, but what laboratory values should be presented? What laboratory values should be presented on the REMAR? Okay. The missing labs that we need here. Mm. Okay. Excellent job. Keep them rolling, rolling, rolling in, rolling, rolling, oh, rolling in. Okay. Excellent. Okay. All right. Exactly. We definitely want to have, let me show you guys what I put. I'm reading the comments. They're all they're on target. They're so good tonight. CBC, a BMP, the hemoglobin A1C, and I'm not defining any of these. You got to know them. The WBC. Why do I want an amylase and a lipase? Why would I want an amylase and a lipase? What is that? What is the significance of that going to be for? Uh, uh, the patient. The, the doctor would order a, a, a amylase and a lipase for something specifically. It, it would be for another condition. On next generation NCLEX, when I'm writing my questions, one of the things that I have to write in case studies is called um, a differential diagnosis question. And this is where I present mm, three conditions and I tell the nurse or I ask the nursing student to tell me which signs and symptoms go with which condition. So I wouldn't give an amylase and lipase to a patient with appendicitis as much, but I would be doing an amylase and lipase if I suspected another condition that can present kind of like appendicitis. So when I tell you guys that you don't have to memorize laboratory values, the numbers anymore, some, some nursing students are like, oh, yeah, that's great. They're making next gen easier. But actually, that's not great, right? Would you, would you rather be asked <laughs> what a number value of potassium is or would you have to do um, an application question where you're actually applying it or trying to differentiate a potassium from a, a magnesium or a chloride condition? So, yeah. This is a little bit more challenging. So we would do the amylase and lipase. Good job for a pancreatitis diagnosis. So that is why that would be very valuable to us. And you guys got to know that for next gen. Okay. Now, the next question that I have, I think it's on, it is on your worksheet. And it's, it's simply this. It is the diet. Um, oh, no, it's not. It's orders. It is this. Give me the reasons for the following orders. Give me the reasons for the following orders. The diet. What would we expect our patient's diet to be? What would we expect our patient's diet to be? What would we expect the activity level to be? What would we expect our patient to be surgically prepared for? Hmm, this is a good one. 
<laughs> See, I couldn't, I couldn't fool you guys. I couldn't fool you guys. I couldn't fool you guys. You, you said it very, very succinctly, but there's different answers though. There's different answers. So I'll, I'll definitely show mine. Okay. Good job, everybody. Everybody's thinking. So the whole idea is, I know you may get it wrong. You may get it wrong. I see that um, some people are um, not, they're not probably all the way together in terms of what's going on. And so you may be guessing, but the diet, the activity level and the surgery are going to be very, very important for you to be able to grasp hold of for this situation. This scenario is, is very common, right? So we would expect an NPO diet the activity would be bed rest, okay? Because the patient is in a lot of pain. This patient also is going through what? What are we thinking this patient might be dealing with? Some alcohol withdrawal, right? So this person is a falls risk to me. This person is a falls risk to me. And then also for our surgical preparation, even if we don't have an order for the surgery, we are preparing the patient for an append uh, yeah, appendectomy, right? Surgically prepare for appendicitis or an appendectomy. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys and you're still tracking with me. Most of you do have this. Are you guys tracking with me? I think you are. This, this patient situation had many layers on it, but our responsibility as a nurse, particularly in the emergency room, which is where we're meeting the patient, even if we look on our MAR, we only have two medications here. And these are two antibiotics. How much stuff are we missing in the emergency room? You guys that wanna be a emergency room nurses, this is what it's like, like right now. This is what it's like where you have to fill in huge gaps, all right? We only have two antibiotics. Are we prepared to take this patient like this? No, we got a lot of things that we missed. So this is what it's about. Yes, cutting through all those layers, cutting through all the distractions and getting to the point of your nursing care. Most of NCLEX is about acute care. So everything else that's going on with the patient, chronic conditions, we have to be able to address the important things first, okay? Address the important things first. And I don't even know if I could even give these medications because I don't know my patient's allergies. Henrietta gave a medication earlier today it's just so much going on okay all right there we go all right so that's it and exactly seizure precautions too i forgot about that yes yeah, seizure precautions we need to put the patient on seizure precautions this is why i love when you come to class because you guys make the class better you guys make it even better i love it okay um oh that's our that will be our that will be our, our video our video today is going to be on substance abuse but we still got we got more questions to go identify six concerns with your mar what are some things that are concerning about this patient what are some things that are concerning for you what are you guys what are you worried about mhm mm exactly yep 
All right, this is where you guys are applying. This is where you guys are applying your knowledge. You're looking at Amar and you are not, you're not intimidated anymore. You're not intimidated. You're comfortable. This is what you've been trained for. This is what you've been trained for. This is what you love to do. Yep, you're a nurse. You're a safe nurse. So no matter what is happening with the patient, you are going to handle it. Okay, I don't want any of the Remar nurses being scared, being confused, showing their patient that they are not um, prepared. Oh my goodness, no, we're not gonna do that. We're practicing right now for real nursing, real nursing. Good job. Okay, do you guys have what I have? Here's what I have. Things that concern me terribly, terribly, terribly. No allergies for our patient. We definitely need to clarify the age. The patient gave me the birthday. It was way off, totally off from what's documented. There's no allergies or code status. Hyperglycemia is not addressed. Missing medications. Patients on prednisone at home. I, I don't even know what else. Patients said they had asthma. Yeah, blood pressure is elevated. Temperature is elevated. Do I have any more? Am I missing any more? Patients of falls wrist. What else? Yep. Mental, no mental assessment. The creatinine is high. That's right. That's true. The name is wrong. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. And we go by Arthur. Is the name wrong? Should we go by Arthur? Or should we go by Ashley? That's something else that, that's very important. Right. How do, how do we address our patient? Mm, medically. There's some things. There's some things, though. Let's let's get into this. The patient documentation says Arthur, okay? But Arthur is a what? Arthur is a, Arthur is a, Arthur is a, is a personality, right? So medically and legally, what should the documentation on the health records reflect? This is really good. Okay. And it is not idea. It is, it is not the idea of like, if a person comes in with 30 different personalities, if they come in with 30 different personalities, the documentation needs to reflect one. Okay. So who is that one? Okay. Now on the documentation, it should reflect what it should reflect Ashley. But we should also ask the patient what they want to be called, all right? So that's different. Patient refers to patient, you know what I mean? Like this is, um, you know, this is so-and-so, all right? And these are real-life situations. These are things that you will, you, you will encounter when you become a nurse. And it's better for you to know how to handle them so that you're not, you know, like a deer in headlights, Yes. What do they want to be called? Absolutely. So we definitely would need to know the legal name and we would need to know the legal age of the patient. Because again, even if Ashley says I'm 72 years old, we are not medicating 72 year old person. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Good job, guys. You guys got it. Okay. Um, gender. We shoot that. That is missing. We need to put that. Okay. And last drink. We need to know when the last drink was. That's cool. Okay. 
Yes, 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 yes. So that's question. Is but if the if the patient if, I think that's what you put, but the patient prefer to be called Arthur or Ashley, which one we have because of use of medical purposes. So we're going to be we're going to be using um, we're going to be using Ashley on the medical records. Yes. Also, the they the patient we need to clarify the IV order. We do need to clarify the IV order. All right, good job. And why is the patient on two antibiotics? What are we giving them? What are they and are they do they have an infection somewhere? Is it an active infection? We need to know that. Okay, guys. So as you worked your way through this patient, and I you guys did such a good job today. Few hiccups, but I think I think after you got over the initial shock of your patient and seeing your patient. And then hearing your patient, you were able to recover very quickly, which is exactly what I wanted. So I'm asking you, like I've been asking you every shift, were you a safe nurse today? Yes or no? Were you a safe nurse today? Yes or no? Okay. All right, here we go. So if our patients have schizophrenia, we definitely have to, we definitely have to address the legal um, the legal uh, rights of the patient. And we have to make sure that the patient understands that we are safe. This is what we're dealing with today. If you have a patient with mental illness, how do you handle that patient? Especially when you're in the ER, okay? And this, this scenario, just so we're clear, this scenario is not about um, transgender or gay or anything like that. This was about multiple personalities in schizophrenia, which is something that you have to be fluent in for NCLEX. You have to know how to identify symptoms of schizophrenia, the positive and the negative symptoms. You have to know the medications for schizophrenia. And schizophrenia is very different. A lot of nursing students confuse schizophrenia with bipolar disorder. And so they're not the same. They're not the same. So if you have quick facts, you have psych medications in there. Also, if you're in the V2, we go over um, the we go over mania, depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia. Those are the top ones that you need to know for your NCLEX exam. Okay. So let's go into it. Um, and what I want to do right now is I'm going to take you inside of V2 because you have to you have to know about substance abuse. So that is something that we are going to talk about. But if you asked yourself, hey, would I have done anything differently today? What would you say? Did you do anything? Did you do anything differently or would you do anything differently? Somebody said, no, yeah. Were you able to identify some nursing priorities? Excellent, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Perfect. All right. So what I say is people say, would you done anything differently? You're learning. Yes. No. Printing the workbook, setting up an alarm, showing up on time, applying yourself to the material, learning from your mistakes. All right. And then preparing for the next lesson. That is what it's all about. Showing up and identifying these priorities. So we're going to get into substance abuse right now. We're going to watch it from the V the V2.
Welcome to your substance abuse overview. My name is Regina Callion. <laughs> I'm just joking. You guys know who I am by now. We're getting into substance abuse. Now, substance abuse is the continued use of a substance to alter a patient's mood, emotion, or state of consciousness. And that it's not medically necessary for the client to take that substance. They're taking it out of a habitual habit. Substance abuse can be chronic and addiction is considered a mental illness. There are certain substances that are abused, such as marijuana, which is the most common, alcohol, anabolic steroids, narcotics, and stimulants. Out of the list that I gave, I want to focus on two forms of substance abuse that NCLEX likes to hone in on. The first one is alcoholism. Alcoholism is the excessive consumption and dependence on alcoholic beverages. The signs of alcoholism are daily drinking patterns that typically start early in the morning. When a client consumes alcohol, despite the negative effects on relationships, jobs, family, also blackouts, hiding alcohol from others are signs of alcohol addiction or dependence. Most alcoholics, when they're confronted about their addiction, are in denial and they rationalize their drinking patterns. The withdrawal symptoms that are important is that clients will have anxiety, okay? They will have tremors. There will be nausea and vomiting as well as sleeplessness. Delirium tremors are an extreme, an extreme withdrawal symptoms. So with delirium and tremors, you will have the tremors, the physical shaking, but also there will be vital signs increased. Hallucinations, and this can be auditory or visual, um, the client becomes paranoid. Delirium tremors usually are seen between 12 to 36 hours after the last drink. There are also two other symptoms of alcohol addiction that you need to know for the exam. The first one is called Wernicke's syndrome, which is basically encephalopathy. And that is a fancy medical word for brain damage. And when you drink too much alcohol, you can have brain damage due to a thiamine deficiency. So alcoholics, because they normally have poor nutrition, poor eating habits, they have a thiamine deficiency. So the thiamine deficiency, it will cause brain damage. Korsakoff psychosis is amnesia that is also associated with the thiamine deficiency. 
So NCLEX can say thiamine deficiency or they can say B1 deficiency. But Wernicke syndrome and Korsakoff syndrome are both related to thiamine. So how do we treat alcohol addiction for NCLEX RN? Well, there are medications that you want to know. So let's study the medications while we're talking about the disease process as you should. That's how you should study pharmacology. So the medications that we can give to reduce the anxiety, reduce the anxiety are two benzodiazepines. That's the class that they fall under. But the medications are chlorodizepoxide, which is a sedative. Um, the next one is lorazepam, which is also going to act as a sedative and reduce the anxiety of the alcohol withdrawal symptoms. Now, there's another medication that acts as an alcohol deterrent medication. So disulfiram, you can give this and it will help to encourage your patient not to drink alcohol. And the way that disulfiram does that is because if the patient consumes alcohol, they will have this severe side effect and they will begin to be nauseated. They will begin to vomit. The blood pressure will go down. I mean, it will cause a, a reaction that will be so major that the client will not want to drink again. But one of the teaching points about this medication is that not only does it work for drinking alcohol, but also any other form of alcohol that a client may come in contact with. So when you're taking disulfiram, you cannot use hand sanitizer. You cannot use mouthwash, cologne or perfume, um, hair dyes, like anything with alcohol in it will give you that severe reaction. So it is a choice that the client will have to make if they want to have this alcohol deterrent. But NCLEX loves to ask about this medication. Now, here's an NCLEX pro tip for you guys. There are also medications that contain alcohol in them, such as warfarin, phenotin, and amitriptyline. All right. These things will help clients who are addicted to alcohol. Other therapy options are having a non-judgmental attitude and support groups by Alcohol Anonymous. There is no cure for alcoholism, only abstinence. And for your room assignment, patients that are addicted to alcohol or going through alcohol withdrawal can be placed in a shared room with another type of client. All right, we talked about alcoholism. Let's go over opioid addiction. And when I say opioid, I am talking about heroin, cocaine, morphine, or amphetamines. Let's start off by talking about the room assignment. If you have a patient that's addicted to heroin or cocaine, they can be put in the room. They can have a shared room with another client as long as they're not self-destructive or harmful to that client. When we talk about withdrawal symptoms, the withdrawal symptoms of a narcotic or opioid addict are going to be like flu-like symptoms. So they will have a runny nose, 
fever, body aches, they will have a disturbed sleep pattern and be agitated. The treatment is going to be really group therapy and counseling. If a medication is given, the medication is methadone. Methadone is another type of narcotic that is legal. Literally, it acts in the same way as heroin. It is just legal. So sometimes clients will exchange the illegal heroin for the legal methadone and they get it dispensed to them under restrictions. So it's used as a substitute to the illegal narcotic drug. So those are the points that you need to know regarding substance abuse. Let's keep going. Okay, guys, you just watched substance abuse. And I know out here, I have a lot of repeat test takers. And I want to say something to you. First, I want to say I'm glad that you showed up tonight, because you could have been doing something else. But you're taking the time to get back up on the horse, you're taking the time to give yourself another opportunity to do what you love. And this year, this opportunity is about investing. It is. It's absolutely about investing in yourself. And if you were watching the lectures and you feel like you're learning, I want to let you know that for less than a dollar a day, you can get access to my full program, which is the V2. It's all new. Um, I just released it during Black Friday, and we are continuing for just a few more days with the $89 introductory price and just think about it like i said that's for three months access so literally less than a dollar a day for you to have your nursing license and investing in yourself think about it every day that you wake up how much money do you spend when you go to the stores walmart starbucks whatever if you just took 99 cents and set it aside you can invest that towards having a better understanding of this nursing information, better content, better review, faster. The V2 is just a four week program. And so every time I come on here, I'm telling you guys, investing yourself because at the end of the day, you all you got, you all you got. That brain is going to be able to continue, 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 continue to benefit you and, and those around you. All right. Most of the time I find nursing students, they're working with their hands. They're working manual labor jobs, physical jobs. And once you become a nurse and you get paid for your knowledge, it's a difference. It's such a difference. Yep. So somebody says, how can I buy it? Uh, yes. Remarnurse.com. Remarnurse.com is where you can get the V2 right now. Somebody for... put that in the comments. Just write Remarnurse.com for us. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for making the connections. A lot of you guys are out there telling people um, about Remar, and I really appreciate it. And it's true. If you get it and you invest in it, two things, invest in it, work it, invest in it, work it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? I loved it. Cool. Tonight was great. Tonight was great. We still have a little bit more. We have to announce our, uh, our $200 giveaway cash app giveaway Ooh, uh, yes! uh, winner. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have, we have the winner that we're going to announce. I'm right, so excited. So today's winner 
uh, is one of the one of our YouTube subscribers. I love it. I yeah. love YouTube. I think that we should. I think we should. We should celebrate YouTube more. They always come strong. They always are representing for us. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know if the person is a uh, three out of three people, but we've had people that have been present for all three shifts, which is not easy to do. First shift with Robert Hughes, second shift with Mark Grant, and then our third shift with Arthur Coles. Our third shift with Arthur Cole. So you guys are setting the alarms. You're putting your workbook in front of you. You're telling other people about it. I know some people are saying, my kids hear me studying. My <laughs> my kids hear me studying. My husband's studying with me. Uh, and that I think that's just so amazing that you are making this time for yourself. You're making this time for yourself. Because um, next year when I'm doing seven days of NCLEX, you won't be watching. You'll pop in and you'll say, Hey Regina, I passed in Clex. It's good to see you. How many? Who is who is that going to be? Who's going to be the person that says, "I already got my license, Regina, but it's good seeing you again." That's what I want. I want. I really want that for you. Absolutely, we are looking for a good report at the end of the day. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, a, a really good report. A Miss Henrietta good report because <laughs> she gives the best reports. Absolutely, absolutely. And so you know, we in fact. Um, we have so many Remar nurses that are that identified at the start of the broadcast. Yeah. And they said, you know what? I am a repeat test taker. Oh, yeah. I've taken the NCLEX before. I haven't been successful. I, I um, get that. And so, and, and we a lot of them 15,000 Remar nurses. Wow. Right? And we said, if you are a repeat test taker, what have you used before? Wow. Right. We didn't say, is it good? Is it bad? How did you feel about it? We just yeah. said, if you've taken NCLEX before and you what have been you not use? unsuccessful, yeah. what did you use before? And so a lot of them said, hey, I'm using, I used UWorld, I used Saunders, I used Kaplan, uh, I used Hearst, I tried to do it on my own. My school made me use ATI mm -hmm. uh, or just, you know, any other uh, reviewer or private coaches, uh, MK Audios. And, and so this is the report that we are getting back from the Remar nurses. And we want to make sure uh, that that is not your final mm -mm, report. Mm -mm, mm -mm, we want to make sure that that is not your final report. No. Here's a quick testimonial from Remar nurse that is passing Clex has gone through the process. We want you to be uh, where she is and where the other Remar nurses are. And then on the backside, I have a special uh, devotional message for you as well. Hello, my name is Latresa Hill RN. Thank God that I was able to come across the NCLEX virtual trainer, which helped me to be able to come what I am today. I have been a repeat test taker. I have failed NCLEX twice, but I'm here to tell you with prayer, and understanding of what you're learning and be able to apply and connect the information helped me make it through this. I let anxiety take over for a minute, but then I had prayed and I said, God, please help me. There's no other way I can do this without you. But I am thankful that Regina and Mark was there to help me and guide me through this with prayer and reading for content and connecting it with the NCLEX quick facts and help me get through this journey. I am so grateful and I am so humble. And I pray that each and every nurse that is trying to pass this NCLEX to stay with it because you can do it. I'm a believer and I'm truly believing that everyone that's trying to take this test will get the understanding and the knowledge with prayer. You got to be prayerful because without God, we can't do anything. And I just want to say thank you once again. I am finally a Remar RN. And I pray that I'll be able to reach out and help the next nurse paying it forward. God bless. 
Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for that amazing testimonial. We have our winner for tonight, and it is congratulations, YouTube winner, Nurse Margaret Hutchinson. Congratulations. You won $200 tonight. I don't know what you're going to do with that money, but whatever it is, we hope that we have been a blessing to you and your family. So hit me up, please. Let me know that you won. You can email me at support at remartreview.com. I'm so glad you showed up. I'm so glad you subscribed to the YouTube channel. And I do remember seeing that name. I do remember seeing that name a lot. So Absolutely. Um, I'm just, man. It's been a long time subscriber mm -hmm. on the journey. And so we're so yeah. glad. Uh, to be able to do that and remember tomorrow's night tomorrow night's winner uh, is going to be taken from tiktok all right so follow uh at remar nurse on tiktok platform oh yeah uh, for your chance to win that's all great right? i think right now there's about like fifty-seven thousand, uh, mm -hmm. yeah subscribers on on the tiktok and so we're growing that audience growing that part of the family amazing uh, yeah, yeah. and i bet you it's probably going to be somebody who's taking next gen Probably so. The TikTok audience is a little different. A little bit a little, different. A little bit younger. Absolutely. A little younger. Absolutely. <laughs> so make sure that you are a part of that. And so listen, guys, you were here for Nurse uh, Henrietta's report. You were here for uh, from, from Arthur's report and from Ashley's report. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I just want to ask the question, who will believe the report? Mm. Who will believe the report? And so this is a quick, quick devotional thought. Uh, it comes from the book of Isaiah and also from the book of Luke. Uh, so in the book of Isaiah, the Bible says Isaiah chapter 53, and I'll just yeah. read it really quick. It says, who has believed our report hmm. and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Uh, he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and shall as a root and shoot up as a root out of dry ground. Hmm. He has no form of comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. That's He's true. despised and rejected of men, yep. a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Yep. And we hid as it were our faces from him. And he was despised and he uh, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, yep. smitten of God and afflicted. All right. Now, you guys know this part. It says he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes. We, we are, are healed. healed. We yeah, are yeah. healed. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this verse, the, the question is, it starts off by just asking a simple question of who will believe our report? Who will believe our report? Who will believe our report? And I thought that was important for today because we've just heard so many conflicting reports, you know, from uh, from Nurse Henrietta. That's she true. said she wrote down something and, and she heard Ashley or, or Arthur say something and, and Arthur and Ashley came through. And, and then we tried to figure it out what report and, yes. and especially as a repeat test taker, uh, you guys know what it is to get that candidate report back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it's like to get that piece of paper and, and, and it says, you know, uh, near passing, near passing or, or yes. below the standard, yes. below the standard. Mm -hmm. And some of you have seen that paper multiple times. And, and, and unfortunately, some get that report. And they and they believe that report oh. and, and they think like, well, maybe nursing is not for me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they put that that thought comes into their mind and okay. into their heart. Like maybe I'm not cut out for this or maybe I don't know if I'll ever pass NCLEX. Wow. Because I have this report. And so the question is simply this. Who will believe our report? What I love about Jesus is he just makes things really plain and really simple. And so the Bible says that he was in a synagogue one day mm -hmm. and uh, he he stayed there for all of the, the services on Sabbath and everything like that. Yeah. And then they actually handed him the scroll 
to read. Mm-hmm. He handed him, they, they handed him the scroll to read, right? Yeah. And so in the book of Luke, the Bible says, uh, and they handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he had found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recover sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, set the captives captive free, free, set the captives right? free, to, yeah. and to proclaim the acceptable year of, of the Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. And then he closed the book, right? And he gave it back to the attendant, and he sat down, yeah. and all the eyes uh, who were in the synagogue were upon him, and then he tells them, today the scripture is fulfilled mm-hmm. in your hearing. Okay. Right, right, right. So the yeah. question in Isaiah was, who will believe this report? And, and then Jesus... He, he basically comes to the, ter- to the church. They hand him the scroll. He turns to this passage in Isaiah and he says, everything that you've been reading, right? All of the reports that you've been looking at, all of the things that you've been praying for, that the Messiah is coming and he will set uh, at liberty the captives. He says, today, that's happening right now. Wow. He said, like, like the report that you read back in Isaiah and has been reading for the last uh, 400 years since it was written by Isaiah. Yeah. He says, today is that day. Like, this is the year that is happening. Like wow. this is happening right now. And the question is simply this, who will believe the report? Who will believe our report? Wow. They looked at him That's and said, deep. he said, today is the day that this is fulfilled. And the question is, who will believe it? And so everybody that was was present and everybody that believed it, they, in, they were able to enter into the kingdom of God. They were able right. to enter into the, a relationship with Christ and they were able, able to be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive all of the blessings, all of the healings, all of the release all of the uh, 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 proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord, they were able to walk in that because they simply believed. They didn't have to do anything different. All they had to do was to believe the report that they received from Christ. And and I want to tell you is that you have to make sure that you are uh, not only believing the report, but you that you believe in the correct report, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and and you might also want to fact check the report. Say, okay, is this does this line up? Is this what God has promised me? Oh, right. When when yes. God when God made a way for me to get into nursing school, mm. did He say I'm going to get you into nursing school, but you're not going to pass NCLEX? Come on, did Jesus. Say, you know, Come you're going to be a nurse and provide uh, for you, but but you're going to go this far and no further. But no, 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 no. God, when He's when He put that in your heart, when He put that in your mind. And he gave you the intelligence to get through the process. When he gave you the heart to care for the patients, he has given you the yes and amen that you need to say, you know what? I'm not going to believe uh, uh, what my what my professor said. I'm going to be a good nurse, right? I'm not going to believe, um, you know, the report that I got from NCSBN or Pearson View. I, I'm going to, this isn't my final thing, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you are putting your trust, putting your faith and believing the report. All right. Well. And so even on tonight, as you uh, as you sit here in your home or in your car or at work in the closet, wherever you are, mm-hmm. we are giving you guys a good report that you can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX because with God, it is possible. That is the report. Woo. You can do this because with God, it is possible. And so that's why we play the testimonials and, and let you know that, yes, you can do it. You can believe this report because others have done it. We just heard from somebody who took, has taken NCLEX twice. And I can show you another 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or even 200 more videos just the same of nurses that were right where you were struggling with NCLEX, mm. struggling with doubt, maybe not even a repeat test taker, but dealing with the, you know, the anxiety and the not knowing what to do and knowing when to get started. And so we are here tonight. We are here for the seven day of NCLEX event to make sure that you understand that there is another report coming. That there's another report coming. It's not the report of fear. 
It's not the report of confusion. It's not the report of anxiety, but it is the report that with God, all things are possible and that you can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. And we want to see you get there. We want to walk you through the process. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to believe in yourself, uh, have faith in God, right? Uh, That you can uh, be successful. I just want to challenge you on today. Make sure that you are following the right report. And when it sees it, when you see it and say like, like today, this is it. This is, we are proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. So whether it's your relationship with God, I want you to proclaim the acceptable year. This is, this is, this year this is, is going to be happening. in alignment. Yes. This year is going to be in alignment. Okay. Uh, whether it's for NCLEX this year, we're going to follow the steps. We're going to get in line so we can have a good report. Amen. Thank you, Chaplain Mark. That was a word on tonight. We needed that. We needed that. Let me go ahead and close in prayer. Let me close this in prayer. Okay. If you if you have any prayer requests, go ahead put them up, and we will read through them. That's good confirmation, Mark. That's good. That's good. That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we have some people testing, repeat test takers. We're just asking that the Lord would cover them, be with them, cast out the spirit of anxiety, Mm -hmm. cast out the spirit of doubt, cast out the spirit of fear. Yep. Anything that is not like Jesus right. in their life. He yes. sets you at liberty. Yes. At the spiritual free level. Free the captives. Yes. Free. Free freedom. the captive. Freedom. Freedom to Man, believe in yourself. Awesome. Freedom to try again. Freedom to push past the struggle. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got, listen, if you believe that, say amen. And you are free. You are amen. free in Christ amen. To, amen. to take the steps to be successful. And we believe in you guys. We believe in we you. Do. That's why we're spending this time investing in you. Um, because we know that you have that you love yourself, you've invested in yourself, and we just want to partner yes. with you on this journey yep. so that you can share your story and your reports at the on the other side of NCLEX. Amen. That's man. exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, so a lot right. of people, amen are saying amen. amen. People are asking soon. to cover them in prayer Listen, for their tests. Say we're gonna we're gonna rebuke the spirit of procrastination, you need to be free from procrastination. Yes, that's so you true. Be free from doubt, free from fear, all of those things, all of mm-hmm. those things. We want you to be able to consecrate yourself. In fact, the new year is coming and a lot of uh, churches that, you know, that, that we uh, fellowship with and uh, um, are friends with, they are having consecration services, mm-hmm. right? To say that whatever happened last year that was not of God, mm. we're not taking that thing into 2020, into the into the next year. That's into 2023, great. 2024, yes. Yes. 2025. We're not taking that into the next year. So it's a beautiful thing uh, that just where you are, even right now, go ahead and just consecrate yourself mm-hmm. and just say, Lord, uh, whatever. I, I apologize, Lord. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't with it. I wasn't with you all the time throughout mm-hmm. the year. I know I had some weak moments. I know I slipped up. I, I know I haven't, you know, done what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But this year, Lord, it's all it's all for you. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it's this year. It's all for you. I love all right? it. Especially That's that so procrastination. Good. Get that out of here. Yeah. Don't, don't take procrastination into 2020, uh-uh. uh, three, uh-uh. 2024. Uh-uh. 20, Get somebody else yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. Somebody else. Somebody <laughs> else. All right. Let's pray. Okay. Let's pray. And then let's keep moving forward. All right. Father okay. in heaven, we thank you, Lord. Uh, just for being, uh, just for giving a good report, for showing others that have had uh, that have had a good report that they have taken the test before, they were not successful, um, but they didn't give up. That you sent help, Thank that you, they Lord. were able to listen to you, that they were able to say, you know what? Since God put it on my heart to be a nurse, I know He's going to take me through on this journey, and I'm just trusting in Him. So, Lord, we at the end of the day, we're looking to uh, to set those that are feel bound those that feel captive by NCLEX, those that feel captive by fears, doubt, anxiety, insecurity, anything that is binding them, Lord, 
Um, we are asking you to set them free in Jesus' name so that they might be able to worship you in spirit and in truth and then have a good report at the end of the day. And Lord, we thank you for being ever faithful. Forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. Third shift has been completed. Will you show up for the next shift tomorrow? What time does the class start? Tomorrow the class starts at... Tomorrow is Thursday. Oh, okay. The class starts at 8 p.m. on tomorrow. We will be taking it to the pediatrics unit. That's where Miss Henrietta was being floated to. So we will go there and we will have another amazing mm, critical thinking, clinical judgment, next-gen prep-ish like (laughs) uh, patient simulation. That's what we're doing. We're bringing clinicals to the classroom. You guys did amazing pushing, pushing, pushing into this new environment. We're all doing something new. So I hope you enjoyed seven days of NCLEX happening right here. We did our third shift coming up tomorrow. Shift number four, guys, don't forget this. I say it all the time. You can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. Yeah. Hello, Remar nurses. My name is Lamisha Greer, and I'm coming to you live to encourage you on today. I finished nursing school April of 2022. I took my NCLEX September 23rd of 2022. And I used Quick Facts for NCLEX. I also used NCLEX virtual training with Regina Collins. And I just wanted to let you know, whatever you do, don't give up. You can pass NCLEX. I studied with Regina off and on, and then I began to become consistent. I even did the 30-day NCLEX review that she did. And I also purchased her question bank at the end. And when I tell you that I passed NCLEX within 30 days, I start studying in August because I had a setback where I had a surgery and it became complicated. But when I started back studying in August, I began to use the NCLEX virtual trainer as well as the quick facts for NCLEX. I also did the 30 day challenge with Regina on YouTube. And when I tell you, when I went to take my NCLEX, I was more than ready. My motto and my goal while I was in nursing school was to pray, study, and pass. And I'm letting you know, just like Regina tell us, you can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. In Jesus' name, have a blessed day. Hi, hi future nurses, hi future Rima nurses. My name is Favor and I just passed the NCLEX. I am a repeat test taker. I took the NCLEX the first time and I was unsuccessful at 155 questions. I just found out I passed the NCLEX, the second my license. I used this the second time and I went over the course multiple times. I did my quick fast. I actually also had flashcards. It's probably somewhere. And God did it. God did it. I want to thank the Rima family. I want to thank Rima. I want to thank Mark for the motivations. God has just been so good. And I cannot believe I am finally a registered nurse. Thank you so much, Rima, for this program. God bless you.